best part of waking up is having hope in your cup. I'm Stephanie Winslow, and thank you for coming to Cup of Hope podcast. Uh, it's my privilege and honor to be with you. Thank you so much for stopping by the channel, and I know that you will find hope in your cup to be full and overflowing as you dig into the Word of God with us in uh, study and also in prayer. So grab your cup and let's fill it up with the hope that God has in store for us. Thank you for joining and enjoy the show. Cup of Hope time. Good morning. I'm Stephanie Winslow, and I'm here to bring you a message from the Word of God. So this morning, together, if you are joining me, I'm glad that you are here. I'm glad that you are making, choosing God and choosing, putting His Word and His truth in your heart, planting it there. I'm so glad that you're making that choice this morning because uh, His Word tells us that when His Word is sent out, it does not return void. And so when we take time to plant his word in our hearts and our minds and our lives all around us, uh, that word does not return void. It will always produce a result. It will always produce a change. It will always produce something good that we could not have done on our own. It is only through the power of God working in and moving through us. So let's lift up our cups this morning and ask the Lord to fill us up with the hope that he has in store for us today. I know that God has good things in store for us today because I know what we're gonna talk about. And today is the fourth of the five uh, parts of the five-fold blessing. And we've been talking about them all week just to kind of give you a refresher. We started the week by uh, claiming the blessing of Jehovah Rapha, that he is our healer. Then we learned about Jehovah Shalom, the God of our, our peace, but it's even more than that, it's our completeness. Yesterday we talked about Jehovah Nisi, um, and that was our, that we are blessed with favor. He's blesses, he's our banner, he covers over us and blesses us in our coming and going. And today we're gonna talk about Jehovah Jireh our provider, Jehovah Jireh. So the, the word Jireh means my God will provide. My God will provide. We find the account of Jehovah Jireh first in the Bible in Genesis when Abraham was taking Isaac up to um, Mount Moriah. God had met with Abraham and said, okay, Abraham, um, I need you to go to uh, build me an altar and sacrifice your son. Uh, and basically how I put this in, in my words and how I kind of translate this to myself to how it would be applicable to me today is, what is that one thing, that one thing that you hold on to the tightest, that you just, it would kill you inside to just give it up? What is that one thing that you just cannot imagine living without? And in Abraham's case, of course, we know that the story of Isaac is that it took years of a promise from God before Isaac was born. Abraham and Sarah, Sarah were both past their childbearing years when Isaac was born. 
and they were old, old parents. And so they finally got this beautiful gift of a son with Isaac. And then God then turned and asked Abraham, okay, Abraham, are you willing to give up your son? Are you willing to give up that which is most important to you to follow after me, to, um, to obey me? And here's what we, we read in Genesis 24, excuse me, Genesis 22, Genesis 22, verse 14. I'm reading from the NASB. It says, and Abraham named that place on Mount Moriah, the Lord will provide. As it is said to this day, on the mountain of the Lord, it will be provided. It will be provided. So here Abraham was over this altar, Isaac tied up. Uh, the, the sticks laid all around him. He was getting ready to slay Isaac to be obedient to what God was asking him to do. And then he hears a, hears a voice say, Abraham, Abraham. And about that time, the Lord provided the lamb that would replace Isaac. But this whole scenario was about a couple of different things, I think really important lessons for us to learn and for us to recognize that our God will provide. But at first, um, Abraham was tested. He was tested, his faith was tested, and I can't even imagine what it would have been like for Abraham as he was taking that march up that mountainside to Mount Moriah where he was led to go by God. I can't imagine the, the distress that he would have been feeling, the confusion that he might have been feeling, or even I just was curious, like what would he have been thinking and praying about in these moments before God? Would he have been praying like the same prayer that we hear Jesus pray, you know, if there is any other way, Lord, will you take this cup from me? Um, would he have been praying something like that? We aren't really given insight into that ascension into on, onto Mount Moriah, but what we are given is the very fact that Abraham was obedient. Abraham built the altar. Abraham tied Isaac up. Can you imagine that conversation? What that would have been like? Um, and to lay down the sticks that would have been the kindling to get the fire going. Um, laying all of this provision down and even the fact that he ha had to have his hand on the sword as he was walking up knowing that this was potentially going to be the end of Isaac's life, his dear son Isaac. So I believe that this story has a lot in store for us today, for us to learn, for us to ponder and think about. And one, it's that are we willing to give it all? Are we willing to give it all? Are we willing to lay it all on the altar before God and, and say to him, Lord, I give you my all, I give you my everything. That's what he wants from our lives. He doesn't just want a piece of us. He wants our all, our everything. The things that we hold most dear, we, he wants us to lay them all on the altar before him. I know this might sound silly, but for, for me, a lot of that was my security in having a, a position or a, a title and, and knowing who I was based on what I did, <laughs> right? And so when God asked me to, to lay 
all of that down before his altar and to step into a place of the unknown to begin writing to begin uh doing ministry in a different way than i had done before um something different than <laughs> what i believed i was gifted and skilled for when he asked me to do all of that i went like begrudgingly kind of toward it right just in in it I wasn't until I just said, okay, God, and I laid it all out that I started to begin to understand what it was that he had in store for me. But sometimes it takes us getting to this point of, of walking out the test, right? That he presents before us a test of obedience. And it's not about the, necessarily about the end result. It wasn't about him actually sacrificing Isaac. It was about, are you willing what are you willing to do? Are you willing to obey me? Are you willing to lay it all on the line to follow and chase after me? So that's one lesson I, I believe that we need to learn from this. The second lesson is that God will always provide. When he asks us to go down a path that feels scary, when he asks us to give it up, give all of it up for him, he always provides. He always steps in, he always intervenes, he always gives us just what we need for that moment. So when we lay it all down, he is there, right, ready and waiting to meet us and provide exactly what is needed. But it's about the decision before that to step into obedience and follow after him. And then the third thing is to recognize where the provision comes from. And that's why Abraham named this part this altar, um, Jehovah Jireh, the Lord will provide. The Lord will provide. The Lord will provide. Abraham named this altar, the Lord will provide because he saw it. So how many times do we receive blessings or an open door or um, an answer to to prayer and yet we're so quick to forget who it is that actually provided that answer we're so quick to forget who actually opened that door or closed that door that we weren't supposed to walk through we're so quick to forget that it's the lord who provided that for us and we like to pat ourselves on the back and say nice job steph way to work hard way to bust your butt way to get to this point or that point forgetting all <laughs> at the end when we actually get to receive that blessing that it was god all along who was ordering our steps he was asking us to step into obedience and then he provided for us yes it is all about obedience jehovah jireh is our provider and he wants nothing more than for us to fear him in a way that is, uh, it's a reverence to him and a, a willingness to, to bring it all before him, lay it all on the altar before him, holding nothing back. Could we today have that kind of worship and reverence and awe for our God where we hold nothing back, or we lay it all on the line, lay it all on the altar before him? Everything that we hold dear, we bring before him and say, Lord, it means nothing, nothing if it's done apart from you. And that's even what Solomon said with all of his riches and wealth and, and everything that he had, it's meaningless. He counted it all meaningless in light of knowing the Lord Jesus, 
his father God, in light of knowing our, the triune God, he counted it all meaningless. And I believe that's what God wants to teach us here and now. Verse 12 in Genesis 22 said, For now I know that you fear God, since you have withheld your own, you have not withheld your only son from me. When Abraham was about ready to, to spear or to stab um, Isaac and, and to kill him on that altar and prepare that altar for sacrifice, at that moment when his sword was drawn and he heard that voice, and then the lamb was provided. And he says, now I know that you fear God since you have not withheld your only son from me. You have not withheld your only son. So what is it today that you are withholding from God? You're saying, okay, God, I'll, I'll do anything, but I just, maybe I won't do that. Or I'll give you my all, but I won't give you that. I'll <clears throat> go this far with you, Lord, but if it means that uh, I'm gonna have to stand on a stage and, and give a testimony, then I'm not gonna do that. What is it that we are holding back from God? What is it that we are keeping, uh, that's keeping us from fully entering into uh, uh, trusting God completely and seeing that Jehovah Jireh is our provider. God is our provider. He will provide, but it takes sometimes for that obedient or for that provision to show up and manifest itself in our life, what is he asking you to step into obedience to do? Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, God, I thank you so much for your word. I thank you for the stories in the Bible, like the story of Abraham and Isaac that just teach us and show us what it is that you want from us as your children. God, I believe with my heart of hearts, I believe with everything that I have, that you want our obedience, that you want our all, you want our everything. You want us to hold nothing back when it comes to giving our lives over to you. Knowing that when we do that, when we hand over the com our complete life, when we hold nothing back, that you always provide you always show up. You always give that lamb just as you did for Abraham. And God, often it's not about the result of our obedience. It's not about the, the thing <laughs> that you're asking us to do to obey God, but it's, you're, it's about the step of obedience, our willingness to obey, our willingness to lay it all down. So thank you, God, that you are so patient with us that you're patient with us as we are learning to walk out these steps of obedience, that we're stumbling over ourselves as we're learning obedience. Father, I pray, praise you and thank you that you do not give up on us. I thank you for being our counselor, for being our teacher, for being our coach, our cheerleader, for being Jehovah Jireh in our lives. I thank you, God, that you will always provide. God, I pray that your Holy Spirit is alive and well in the homes of each and every one that is watching right now. Lord, that we would um, seek to serve you above all else. That help us to, Lord, now to step into the obedience uh, of those places that you're asking us to be obedient. Not holding anything back today, Lord. I thank you for all of this. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. 
Uh, thank you so much for joining me. I am going to share a song for you in, uh, in the comments. It's just a song called Jaira um, from Maverick City Worship. They're also part of the Elevation Worship team. Maybe you've heard it before, but if you could just spend time right now before you head back to all of life <laughs> that's ahead of you today, could you just spend these next five minutes listening to this song? I'll tag it. I'll try to tag it quickly so you can can listen to it. But thank you for joining me. Be blessed. Be well. I'll see you back here tomorrow. Bye-bye. Blessings to you, Cup of Hope family. I hope to see you tomorrow as we join back together on Cup of Hope. If you're in need of more hope or more resources, you're looking for something to read or dig into uh, to find out more about God, you can go to my website, stephaniewinslow.com, stephaniewinslow.com, and find more helpful resources there. Blessings, Cup of Hope family, and we'll see you tomorrow.